Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I did not have on my bingo card broadcasting from a pirate ship. Uh, I tweeted, by the way, loving me some Edmonton, just the way that we've been treated. The mall, obviously, out of this world. They wrote us back and said, Edmonton's loving you too. So how about that? But I love the water park. So I went and looked in there. I'm like, oh, I could just sit on that Adirondack lounger and float in that pool all afternoon. And I brought my trunks. So why not? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, it is. Oh, ships ahoy. Shiver me timbers. Here we are. Were we, were we going to continue with the uh, the pirate lingo, the talk? My God. We are live from Edmonton and West Edmonton Mall. There we go. Here we go, man. They don't ask much of me. Hi. How do you like this so far, Moose? Here we go. Uh, it's Thursday. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show. And uh, I don't know, but we're sticking a little bit. The uh, the staff, the wonderful staff from the West Edmonton Mall just left the ship here. We're on the pirate ship. Literally. In, in Water Park at West Edmonton Mall. And we had some internet issues. And the Ted Lasso looked alike. That's come up already. We said every single day it comes up. Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso. That's come up today already. You got us on the air. Yes. If we are, in fact, on the air. Right. And I just texted the guys back home because the internet got fixed uh, just a few minutes ago. Ugh. So if we need to switch over to our brand new, wonderful internet, I think we're still riding in the dune buggy right now. Yeah. So if we need to move to the Ferrari of internet, we can do that in a commercial break. We're, and we're going to do that in our first commercial break. I'm hot spotting to my phone the broadcast here right now from <laughs> the pirate ship. And but life is great. And just last night, I was thinking to myself as I laid down to sleep here at Fantasyland Hotel, which is a wonderful facility, and I highly endorse it. I said to Moose, just as we got home from the Oilers game last night, I said, uh, meet you at the pirate ship at nine. <laughs> Who says that? Who says that? Yeah. Right? That was our, that's our life. So anyways, today I did not bring the cowbell. Uh, the last 24, 36 hours have been a blur. I don't have my breaking news cowbell. And I did not roam the mall yesterday to find out if there's any store in here that sells a cowbell that I could rake, uh, ring my breaking news. But there are two breaking news items from the Canadian Football League that we will get to here ahead of the quick six. And those are this. The Hamilton Tiger Cats have been awarded the 2023 Great Cup. And we're going to be discussing a lot of CFL later on in the program today with our guests, mostly National Hockey League, but there's some, there's some behind-the-scenes reasons why Hamilton's been given the 2023 Great Cup. They're hosting it this year, too. For American viewers, that is the Super Bowl of Canadian football. They're hosting it this year, Hamilton, Ontario, then they're going to get it in two years. We're going to tell you why. And then our very good friend, Rod Black, announcing this morning that he's leaving TSN. And it sounds like effective immediately. You go look up his uh, Twitter, at Rod Black TSN. He's announced a farewell to TSN and CTV, that the next chapter of his life is going to be just as amazing. Again, for our American viewers, because our analytics tell us more than half our viewers reside in America. This is like Chris Berman. 
leaving ESPN. When he did, which incidentally he did, I believe, and he came back, but Rod Black leaving TSN, it sounds like effective immediately. So we just want to say shalom, Blackie, uh, salute, and thanks for the memories, thanks for the years. But I would hope that there's something far more ceremonious with his departure of TSN than a simple tweet from him. I think TSN sent out a sent out a release, but I, I'd like to see a sports center montage. Yeah. On the years of Rod Black on TSN because he certainly deserves it. I agree. I agree. I think that would make sense. Um, I mean, he's very synonymous with the network. He's done everything, every yes. job possible at that network for a long time at a high level. And uh, yeah, it's, it, it sucks. It, it sucks. And we hope that uh, he's got a good thing coming. Yes. Abs- so that's just the breaking news as we go to air here. From a pirate ship at West Edmonton Mall on this Thursday, Canada's daytime sports talk show coming to you from the West Edmonton Mall water park. I, I, a fan just started. Um, I just feel like I got a hell of a lot more respect for pirates. The actual pirate, man, because we're on a slope here right now. Can you imagine <laughs> this thing <laughs> across the Atlantic Ocean trying to serve beans and drink coffee? And you know what I mean? It's crashing into waves. And Well, I was thinking, I'm like, we should do this on an actual ship in the water. And now I'm like, we can't even do it on a stable ship. Properly. In a pool, in a, in a mall. But it's like, this ain't, those guys weren't riding a cruise ship, okay, with an all-you-can-eat buffet and an open bar from four till seven. These pirates, man, that was a rough life. I got a lot more respect for pirates after today uh, and yesterday, just living on a ship. Yeah. And that's what we're doing this show, which brings about the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Do you think they had Wi-Fi when they were crossing the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean? Do you uh, think? <laughs> yeah, Let's I, think about that for a second. I, if you don't have Wi-Fi, how do you live? I mean, the data charges. The, the data charges? By who's paying for the data charges? For the Pirates three, four hundred years ago. So the poll question today is, you know, it was spawned out of yesterday's show. We're bringing it up today. What? Who's cooler, Cowboys or Pirates? Knowing that they're both cool, it's like comparing pizza and ice cream. They're both awesome. But what would you vote for? Who's cooler out of the two? And the last I looked on Twitter, 60% of uh, respondents saying Cowboys are cooler. And on Facebook, 64% saying Cowboys are cooler. Okay, enough of the preamble. I see our first guest is here. He'll be joining us next segment. So I got to move here, Moose, in the warm-up, which is brought to you by E-Cold Electric. Uh, Andrew Walker will be joining us, longtime famed Canadian sports broadcaster, will be joining us right here on the Pirate Ship in Hour 1. And then in Hour 2, Andy McNeil from VEASAN, the Vegas Sports and Information Network. He'll be with us right here on the Pirate Ship. So I just want to tell you that the warm-up is brought to you by E-Cold Electric. Our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. E-Cold Electric, let's get to work. There were only five games in the National Hockey League last night. One of them we were at. The Edmonton Oilers jumped out to a 2-0 lead over the Vancouver Canucks here at Rogers Place, allowed the Canucks to come up and tie it up 2-2, went to a shootout. Kyle Turris wins it. Bob's your uncle. We'll get to more thoughts on that in a moment. Down in Anaheim, Mason McTavish was a healthy scratch earlier in the game. Did you know that? And then yeah. for whatever reason, they end up dressing him, and he scores to become the youngest player in Anaheim Ducks history to score a goal. The 18-year-old McTavish scored less than 14 minutes into his NHL debut. 
as the Ducks opened the season with a 4-1 win over the Winnipeg Jets last night. McTavish went in the first round this year to Anaheim, and he scored last night. Wee Willie Nylander scored the winner early in the third period, and Jack Campbell made 31 saves as the Toronto Maple Leafs defeated the Montreal Canadiens 2-1 in the season opener for both teams. Um, Bowen Byram, Colorado's youngest player at age 20 years, four months, scored his first NHL goal and added an assist. And 34-year-old Jack Johnson also scored to lead the shorthanded avalanche over the Chicago Blackhawks 4-2. Alex Ovechkin moved a couple of steps closer to Wayne Gretzky's goal scored record. And Hendricks LaPerriere scored the first of his NHL careers. The Washington Capitals beat the New York Rangers 5-1. There was no fisticuffs in that game, which was predicted. Those were the five games in the NHL last night. So we can spend a little more time on the Oilers game. I'll, I'll say again, thank you to the Oilers for opening their doors, rolling out the red carpet, the roast beef and the peppercorn chicken just tasted so much better just because it was NHL roast beef. Yeah. You know what I mean? I uh, in the media room before the game. And, uh, you know, kudos to uh, Bill Scott, the assistant GM of the Oilers, had a good visit with him before the game. Uh, Ken Holland was right there. It was big fun. I put on my Instagram that nobody does it like the Edmonton Oilers. I'm talking about their intro to the game. One player after another in numerical order, all the way leading up to number 97. The last guy, your captain, number 98, Connor McDavid. <sighs> Place goes nuts. They go and join in a uh, ring around the Oilers logo at center ice. They blasted the famed, the iconic Oilers goal horn that they took from the old place yeah. over to the new place. And it was just amazing. And I said, nobody does it like the Edmonton Oilers. Nobody ever has done it like the Edmonton Oilers. Of course, I get a bunch of blowback from even some Oilers fans saying, oh, Vegas does it better. No, you don't get it. Vegas does not have an iconic goal horn. Vegas does a lot of things with a knight skewering a, uh, an octopus on the ice. Whatever. Did they do that great? They don't have what the Edmonton Oilers have. No. It's so cool. Um, but it's just... It's nothing proprietary. It's nothing fancy. It's nothing. It's, it's just, just cool. It's just cool. And the atmosphere is great. The, the fans were awesome. It was loud. It was classy. It just has history. All of, of winning. that. All of that kind of goes into it. And uh, so it was, it was really, really cool. For anybody, I think, that argued with me that anybody does it better than the Edmonton Oilers, you don't understand what I was saying. And you also kind of had to be there. But about the hockey game, and listen, uh, I'll get to the viewer comments coming up, probably next segment with Wax, because I know the Winnipeg Jets fans are going to want to chime in on what went wrong in Anaheim. And uh, the Leafs and Habs fans probably have their thoughts too. Yeah. But the Oilers fans last night, pretty much deliriously happy leaving Rogers Place last night because the Oilers won an open. That's what they came for. But there's some teaching moments after the game for Dave Tippett, obviously. Yeah. I thought Duncan Keith looked pretty good. Zach Hyman looked really good. He scored in his Oilers debut. I don't think you should be beating Mike Smith with a wrist shot from the left wing boards from 35 feet. But who the hell am I? You're not allowed to criticize Mike Smith in the Oilers nation. That's one thing that I've noted. Okay. So the Oilers got some teaching moments, but you didn't want to give up a point to a division rival, I don't think. I don't think you want to give up a 2-0 lead. Uh, Vancouver's got some really nice pieces there. I know you were impressed by Connor Garland. Oliver ekman Larson looked really good, but I told you it was going to be good. But I still think they're going to miss the playoffs. 
That's my take. Everybody left happy. The orders weren't perfect, but they won. And what more can you ask? Elias Pettersson had a pretty decent game. I thought I, some moments from him uh, for Vancouver. I thought, you know, the opening period, opening, you know, 30 minutes, maybe really, really entertaining back and forth. There was chances at both ends. I thought Thatcher Demko played pretty well. Yes, I he mean, did. There's the power play goal. You're not going to do anything when you've got Hyman right there. Four guys touch that puck. You pointed out, bing, 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 right to Hyman who tapped it in. Um, and, and McDavid had two assists too. You can't do much on that. Um, so Demko looked pretty good. And I, you're right. I was really impressed with Connor Garland. Man, he is shifty. That little half spinorama move that he made several times in the game. So it was fun. Um, it was fun watching it go to uh, overtime and then a shootout. And I said to you uh, in the press box, I think it was in the first period, I said, you know one guy I hope has a good year? Kyle Turris. And then he sh- has the shootout winner, which was good to see. And he Are actually, you saying you called it? No, I didn't call it being the hero of the game. But he logged some pretty good minutes. And I think Kyle Turris is poised to have a bounce back year for the Oilers. Did you notice that when I'm watching, casting it, I don't like it? Did you notice that? Yeah. I did. You didn't, you didn't say anything, but I noticed. That's exactly it. Um, I noticed that with my dad, a career scout. I love the live studio audience that we have here at the West Edmonton Mall, by the way. I was about eight when I realized I'm sitting with my dad and I was doing what you were doing last night. Just talking. And he completely didn't even acknowledge me. I figured it out. Yeah. Soon. Oh, we're having internet issues. Okay. We're going to break and come back on strong Wi-Fi when we come back. And Walks will join us, okay? Yes. We'll be right back. It's the RP Show for Equal Electric. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at Rod Peterson. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. All right, we are live, and uh, that fixed. I believe we are hardwired, and we're right there on the pile. <laughs> I'll say it again, because I understand it was a little choppy off the opening of the show. But who says last night when Darren and I were uh, separating and going to our rooms, I said, meet you at the pirate ship at 9? And that's what we did. So we're only a couple points into the warm-up here, the quick six show topics uh, brought to you by Ecold Electric. But But we've changed gears here and we have andrew walker with us veteran canadian talk show host sportscaster walks you can either look into that camera or you could look at me but it's nice to have you here on the pirate ship my man and i uh i've always wanted to be on this thing always right always as a as a kid and then i don't think it was allowed or maybe there was maybe birthday parties or tours or whatever and even as an adult i kind of wanted to so I, when you said you were you were by the the ship, I thought maybe you were kind of like overlooking the ship, but you were right on, on the, the ship. ship yes, yeah. and uh, to our viewers, by the way, I appreciate you hanging with us through the break. Patrolman Pete's watching in Winnipeg, and he says you sound great now. Thank you, Tech Crew West Edmonton Mall got it fixed. Mike Horgan in Toronto says hi there, RP Show, and all the viewers from around the globe. I'm watching on YouTube from Toronto, Ontario. Perfect. Thank you so much. I will get to all your comments here. The Jets fans are very upset. Andrew Walker, I just want to say, very longtime friend of mine, and not we met in Red Deer when you were uh, hosting Rebels games, Fan 960 Calgary, Fan 590 Toronto, Sportsnet 650 Vancouver, and now the Rod Peterson Show. How about that? Hang in your hat in Edmonton, 
And what more do we need to say? Let's jump right into it. We don't need to have old home week. Um, the NHL last night, it was night two. Yeah. What were your takeaways? Well, uh, you were at the game. I wasn't at the game, but I, uh, I did watch it. It was a fantastic game. I mean, Pretty good game, yeah, yes. Yeah, it was good. And I, I'm, high on, I'm high on both those teams, Edmonton especially. I think Vancouver could go either, either way, but um, I, I really like Edmonton this year. I, 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 think it, I think it's their year where they get past the, the opening round at the very least. Um, and, uh, the, you know, the, the depth shone through a little bit last night. Mike Smith looked like he hasn't lost a step. I know everyone here hated it, but I kind of like the Duncan Keith pickup. I'm not going to lie. He was Duncan Keith last night. He was he, just Duncan Keith in orange. Yeah, before he got yeah. uh, lambasted there by Tyler Myers, I thought he was having a, a pretty good game. But, um, yeah, I watched, obviously, a, a lot of that game. I uh, watched a lot of the, the Habs and the, the Leafs earlier on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, I'm especially not covering it one team specifically right now, like I've done for the last well, 15, 20 years. It's, uh, it's really interesting to, to not have necessarily a, a vested interest in following the, the every second going ons with the one team or another. It, it's really nice to kind of back into really be, nice. being a fan again. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. You're realizing yeah. how this can be fun again. Yeah. By the way, for those that just joined us, we'll come around on this with Watts before he leaves us at the end of hour one, because there are two significant CFL items today, and he's a big CFL fan too. Hamilton's been awarded the 2023 Grey Cup. They're already hosting it this year, but they're getting it in again in two years. We'll tell you the reasons why. And Rod Black announcing this morning he's leaving CTV TSN. Sounds like effective immediately. He's the number one or two or 1A play-by-play guy of the Canadian Football League, not to mention everything else that he's done. Raptors host, Canadian National Figure Skating Championship. So we'll get to that with walks in a moment. I just, I do want to say hey to the people from Winnipeg this morning. Can we just spend a minute on them? I watched a couple shifts of the game walks. You've never worked in Winnipeg. I think I've spent far more time there than you have just in that city. A 4-1 loss at Anaheim on opening night, although I think Anaheim's going to be better than most. How upset should Jets fans be, despite the fact we didn't watch the game, that their team got throttled on night one on the road in another division? It was a little surprising. I, I, uh, I don't think you can, you can freak out. I think, I think Tampa, set the, Tampa set the tone, right? They got... Like, wedding. No one is going to lose worse than Tampa did on, on night one, and they're back-to-back Stanley Cup camp. And they, were, they looked like a men's league team against Pittsburgh with no Malkin and, and no Crosby. You know, you, you, can't, you can't freak out. I, I think you, you, you travel, you start on the road, you got a young team in Anaheim that, um, you know, it's a bit of a placebo effect. Like Anaheim, they might, they might be sneaky. They're going to be fun. They're not going to make the playoff. Uh, and if you're a, you're a Jeff, you ran into a buzzsaw a little bit, you know? You, like, talk to me after, you know, 20 games. Right. So having said that, that's my whole thing. It's one game. Yeah. But let's just go back to the Oilers for a second, because I was sitting in the press box last night looking at this Oilers roster. I'm like, there are a lot of new faces here for a team that finished second place in the Pacific Division last year. And granted, we're, we're uh, swept in round one by Duncan Keith. You mentioned... Uh, Colton Sevier. Yeah, Hyman. Uh, Zach Hyman. Warren Fogle came over in the Ethan Baird trade. It's like a quarter of the team's been turned over. There was a lot of new faces last night. And do you think that Dave Tippett came out of that game? How happy do you think he was coming out of that game last night? That they got their two points. 
yet they gave up one to a division rival. They blew a 2-0 lead. It's a lot of teaching moments last night for the Edmonton Oilers, I would think. Yeah, I, I, I look at that game, and, and if I'm Dave Tippett, I, I like the way they played. Um, obviously, when they had a 2 nothing lead, I thought it was their game, and they had a chance to put Vancouver away, and they didn't. Um, you, you'd like to do that. You obviously hate all the penalties that they took in a row later on. When you're up 2 nothing, that's just a, a recipe to let Vancouver back in the game, and, and they did. The Ekman-Larsen goal made it 2-1. And the 2-2 goal is not a great goal, obviously, on Mike yeah. Smith. But he was unbelievable other than that. So you can't, you know, really point at him too much. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy if I'm, especially getting the, the you know, the, the two points. Um, I'm happy with how the depth looked, I think, if you're Dave Tippett. That's been the big thing. Like, you know, McDavid's going to get 140 points. You know, Leon Dreisaitl's <laughs> going to get 50 goals. You know, the power play is going to be outrageous. Um, can you get some contributions down in the lineup? And you know, Zach Hyman obviously did what he did what he does. And and I heard you guys talking a little bit about Kyle Turris before. And you know that anything he gives you is kind of a bonus. And I thought he he played with some jump last night. He got a shift in overtime. You know, and scored the scored shootout, the shootout winner. winner. Yeah. So there you go. I often wonder what goes into um, shot selection, player selection, and a shootout. Like, yeah. How is Tyler Myers shooting in the shootout before Tanner Pearson? Even? Tyler Myers didn't shoot. Didn't he shoot? No. It was a defenseman that shot. Who are you talking? Well, Tyson Berry shot for Edmonton. Maybe it was Tyson Berry. Yeah. I was One a tree defenseman. Maybe yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. By the way, these Winnipeg fans, they're not letting it go, by the way. You know that they smoked sports radio in Winnipeg? You know that? It's gone. It's dead. I'm so, aware. <laughs> yes. You're very aware. Yeah, so they happened, come here. That's happened to a lot of places over They've the come last here year. to have uh, coffee and talk. Yeah. So I just want to say Patrolman Pete is watching in Winnipeg. And just, just, just back to the Jets losing in Anaheim 4-1. He says, so losing game one to a mediocre team is not being warmly received. Of course, they lost 4-1 on opening. I get what Jazz fans, fans will Fans are going to fan, had. man. Fans are going to yeah. fan. Exactly. Uh, hey, the Leafs game, 2-1 over Montreal. We were not watching it. Moose and I were talking to a, a football friend of mine uh, in the States and then heading down to the game to try and find somewhere to park around Rogers Place. I said, I wasn't watching the Leafs in the half. So how did those teams look in that game? It was the. I thought it was the kind of the classic. I hope you bet the under. It was a classic yeah. Leafs Habs. Uh, you know, played it pretty tight. Obviously, no Matthews for Toronto. Matthews a little. I don't want to call him soft, but uh, he misses a lot of time, doesn't he? Yeah, misses a lot of games. I'm just. I'm not a fan, but they love him in Toronto. So they. You know, I. I and I tease my Leaf fan buddies about this is because they always defend Matthews, and I don't. I don't. I'm not a big Matthews guy either. I. I think he is. I'm not saying he's a, he's a bad guy or anything like that. I think he's unlikable. People seem to think he's very I don't like likable. him. I think he's very unlikable. Yes. And, and the best example I say to, to my Leaf fan buddies, I was like, you always defend him and, you know, you want to get in on the Matthews is as good as McDavid, which he's not. But when Matthews goes to Arizona in four years when his contract's up, you will never hate another player more than you will hate Austin Matthews when he's in Arizona. Everybody eventually leaves the Leafs, but that's just Leaf fans. They they they, they love yeah. their guys. I he's like a, that. He's a great. He's a great. He's player. a great player. He's a great player. He's not Connor McDavid, not even close. No, no. He's he is in that. He is in that. I think you can have a real good conversation for who's better, 
Matthews or Dreitzidel. I think that's the conversation. And you can throw probably McKinnon is a is a little step ahead of him. And you can throw Kucherov in that as well. But yeah, listen, we're I hate these debates because we gotta enjoy You opened it. We gotta enjoy Connor McDavid. I don't hate the debates. I hate the people that insist on on being on the wrong side of it. Connor yeah. McDavid is Michael Jordan, man. He's he, like we gotta enjoy it right now. Oh, well, I sure enjoyed it last night, man, watching Connor McDavid. You literally cannot yeah. take your eyes off him, and you can't cover him or shadow him all game long, just like you couldn't shadow Wayne back in the day. Teams tried. I, I thought, the Canucks, do it I thought the Canucks did a pretty good job on Connor McDavid, and he was still the best player on the ice net to assists. Winnipeg Jets did a better job last year in the playoffs, but that's another story. That is and, true. Well, so, yeah. yeah, they got to start calling penalties against him, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that will happen even, this year. Even, even Jets fans know they, I think they got away with one in that series. Ryan McCarthy watching uh, in Saratoga, New York says, one more sleep till the Devils finally drop the puck against the Blackhawks. From Jordan Ewart on YouTube, were the Canucks good last night or are we thinking it'll be typical Oilers this year? Oh, the Oilers came back and won. And that is a game, I was talking to an Oilers fan this morning, that they would have lost in the past. Well, what's typical Oilers? Like, they were a locked-in playoff game. Disappointing their fans. Year. That's what typical Oilers. You know that as well as I do. They're pretty good last year. I mean, obviously losing to Winnipeg was a, you know, that's a big disappointment. What, like, are you disappointing your fans on a nightly basis, or are you waiting until it really matters in the playoffs? Right, Either way, right. you're disappointing your fans, and that's typical Oilers, I think. And, and, and they weren't last night. The Jets fans continue to chime in. From Dan the Jets fan on YouTube, we just look disconnected. I think it'll take a few games or less, I hope, to get everyone to connect. Uh, they're talking about Blake Wheeler and his contract. Uh, by the way, Mark Shifley didn't play last night. How about that? The last game of his suspension. Pretty, pretty important player. Oh, right. for him blowing up Evans last year, which was a clean hit. Right? How about yeah. that? Did you, wish, did you wish you were on the radio when that happened? Or were you still on the radio? Was I still on the radio when that happened? Uh, I was not. I said it was a clean hit and got it. Like, some people, even hockey people, said some very nasty things to me. My feelings were hurt, Walk. It was a clean hit. You know, with, with four games. <laughs> it's still, I say this a lot. It's still hockey. Right? It's supposed to be. Like, I people are still yelling about fighting. Guess what? There's no fighting anymore. It's out of the game. You won. It's still hockey. And once in a while, there's going to be some rough stuff. Once in a while, you're going to get your feelings hurt on the ice. You know, he's trying to, he's trying to finish a play. And not to go back to something that happened last you know, April or March or, or wherever it was. But people were like, oh, if he would have poke checked. If he would have poke checked, he's not in the league. Like, who does that? It's the playoffs. Exactly. He buried him. The hockey people that I knew. I thought it was a, I thought it was a joke. Totally thought that Evans was goal sucking was the term that I was used. Should have had his head up. It was a playoff game. So, anyways, yeah. the tail end of it last night. But you're right. I, I forgot about the, the yeah. The that's why Shifley, yeah. That's why he didn't play. From James in Border, Manitoba says, if the orders are waiting for power plays in the playoffs to win, they're going to be disappointed every year. That's possible. But the power play last night for the Edmonton Oilers, I was like, oh my god, on the Hyman goal. Yeah, they're going to be ding, a 30 percent team again on the power play. Um, and check the time. Andrew Walker with us here on a pirate ship at West Edmonton Mall. Then it never gets old. I I I wasn't joking when I said I'm 
I'm incredibly happy to be on this pirate ship. Me yeah. too. I feel like I'm in. You spent some time in Tampa, right? They got the big ship with the. Oh, yeah. And the, the end zone. Touchdown, yeah. People that looked at my Facebook yesterday literally thought I was on the pirate ship at Raymond James Stadium. I'm like, no, wrong pirate ship. Right. But life's about goal setting. I think we should go to Tampa and do the show <laughs> there. Uh, by the way, we will uh, get to that CFL news coming up in a few segments, but I want to talk about tonight's games in the National Hockey League because there are more. There are nine. And the games that I've uh, circled that I'm excited about is uh, Florida Panthers home to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Who expected Pittsburgh to go in and do what they did to Tampa? Are they going to do it to Florida tonight? I don't know. Panthers came out of the preseason healthy, fortunately. Not every team can say that. That's one game I'll be watching. Vegas Golden Knights at the LA Kings tonight I'm watching. Leafs go into Ottawa and Montreal goes into Buffalo. Nine games tonight. Are there any on the slate that particularly have you interested? tonight uh i'd have to see the the rest of the list i think la is going to be fun this year um this Col this columbus play tonight yes they do they have the arizona coyotes so that historic rivalry will re rekindle <laughs> a right. nationwide arena tonight. that's right well i'm interested uh in uh, also because i put a little money on him to win the calder trophy at and excellent odds but you like the sports Re don't you? i do yeah regina native cole cylinder is gonna make his NHL debut. How about that? And you, and man, you've had him in studio. You, you know that. But I've been guys have been telling me about Cole Sillinger for years. Like this guy was basically pro ready at, at sixteen, twelve. Yeah, twelve. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. So you know. yeah. And I'm I and I mean I've been uh, I couldn't believe he slipped that late in the draft. Um, and it, it's funny him making Columbus as an eighteen year old. It surprised me zero percent. And I'm sure you're in the same category. I knew he was good enough, but he's 18. Like, as we're sitting here today, he sat, I'll say, in that chair yeah. this summer and said, I'm going to Columbus to make the Blue Jackets. He's a, I'm like, Cole, he's a come man. on. He's a man. He's been yeah, a man he for... So his I, neck yeah. is the size yeah. of a tree stump. So physically, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a all in on Cole Sillinger. So I'll be trying to watch a little bit of his debut. Um, when I was pulling up, I was listening to the local radio here. And uh, right when I stepped out, they had said that there was a reporter, Brady Kachuk, signing his new deal. So is that verified? Is that true? Uh, I have not heard that he signed. I haven't seen any notification. Oh, it is? Producer Clark telling us, yes, Brady Kachuk has signed. How about that? That's huge. On the day That's of huge. the opening, did yeah. we think that it was going to not get done? Well, there was, I mean, it, it was obviously all, some going to get done at some point. But the fact that you have a young, exciting team and everyone's, you know, fans back in the stands and you're excited. You got whatever auto has 20 to $25 million in cap space and you don't have your franchise player signed, like find a way to get it done. Like don't, you know, an Ottawa can get in their own way sometimes. Yeah. But they, they did. And so that's fantastic. Just a couple uh, comments from our viewers. Ryan in New York says the records don't matter when the Blue Jackets and Coyotes get together. Oh, by the way, Oliver ekman Larsman was very good last night and Connor Garland. That was a leasing. That trade by Jim Benning, I believe, with the Arizona Coyotes. Um, Kelly McDonald says, what about the hit in the Colorado game on the Blackhawk? And the ref's right there, no call. Oh, uh, it was Landis Cog on uh, Kirby Dock. I didn't see it. I did not see it. How did, how did I miss that on SportsCenter? What, what do you think about it? This, I didn't see it. I have to see it again. Uh, Dock's kind of sliding on, on one knee, so he's in a vulnerable position, and Landis Cog finishes him. 
Um, maybe a little bit from behind, maybe just uh, a little bit more predatory. I don't know. I, I'm honestly, I'm, people always get mad at me. I'm the wrong guy to talk about this because people want to slow everything down and, you know, super slow motion and, and, you know, how many games should this be? And you, it's, the game is so fast. And you decide to oh. make a hit, and sometimes the hit's going to be a little dangerous. Um, back to the Shifley thing. Back, he laid back, off. Back to the Shifley thing. Yeah, he yeah. laid off at the top of the circles. Jenna Reagan watching in Southern California says, let's go, Buffalo. How bad did they get spanked by the Montreal Canadiens tonight? That's what I'll be watching for. Uh, Troy Culmer says, how about Jack Campbell last night? Really good. Uh, really good. Solid performance in making the goalie story interesting for the Leafs. So we got the Leafs fans chiming in today. All kinds of topics on the table as far as the National Hockey League. But I think we will shift over to uh, CFL when we come back in a sports update, too. I want you to think about what your favorite store in West Edmonton Mall. I want you to think about it. I want you to think about your best West Ed memory. We're still here. And the poll question, by the way, today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, Who's cooler, Pirates or Cowboys? And on Twitter, 52% of you saying Cowboys are cooler than Pirates. On Facebook, it's 50-50. So vote on that, and we'll be right back to the Pirate Chip at West Edmonton Mall right after this. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live at 24-Hour Sports Radio at RodPeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Live aboard the pirate ship at the water park at West Edmonton Mall, Canada's daytime sports talk show continues and we cannot thank West Edmonton Mall enough for hosting us for a couple of days out here as the Rod Peterson Show continues going on the road. Veteran Canadian sports talk host Andrew Walker is with us here in the pirate ship. We'll get back to more with walks in a moment, but first a sports update. Sooner than many baseball fans wanted, maybe, but the San Francisco Giants and L.A. Dodgers will meet in a winner-take-all Game 5 of the NL Division Series at Oracle Park tonight. Logan Webb, who was dominant in winning the opener for the Giants, uh, Giants faces Julio Urias, who led the majors with 20 victories and got the victory in Game 2. It's a 7:07 Mountain first pitch. The Calgary Hitman Hockey Club announced that they've acquired defenseman Keegan Slaney and Blake Heward from the Edmonton Oil Kings in exchange for defenseman Luke Prokop. There's a swap of picks in there, too. Blake Heward is the son of NHL and WHL alum and Henderson Silver Knights assistant coach Jamie Heward. Prokop is the WHL's first openly gay player. He's moving from the Calgary Hitman to the Edmonton Oil Kings. And the Arizona Cardinals and Cleveland Browns will be without some key starters when two of the NFL's top teams meet on Sunday. Cards tight end Max Williams and three-time Pro Bowl center Rodney Hudson are out with injuries, along with NFL sacks leader Miles Garrett of the Browns and star running back Nick Chubb. Linebacker Chandler Jones is doubtful after testing positive for COVID-19 on Tuesday. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. Book your group or business Christmas party now for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings couple of CFL items today. The Hamilton Tiger Cats have been awarded the 2023 Grey Cup as the host team. The 2023 Grey Cup is going to Hamilton. 
This year's Grey Cup will be in Hamilton as well. And Rod Black announcing his departure from TSN CTV this morning. It sounds like effective. Immediately, we wish Blackie well. Let's get Wax on our screen here. This guy uh, has been on the radio with Sportsnet in Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver. You are a CFL fan because you're a Saskatchewan guy from tiny Bowbeer, Saskatchewan. I think you made it what it is today. Does it still exist? As, as, far, as, I, as far as I know, I mean, when I grew up there, I think there was, it's a hamlet, not even a village. It was about 50 people, but most of them were, were 75, 80, so not to be morbid, but I don't know. But I, I don't I, know if it still exists. I, well, I don't know how many people are there. I'm sure they, there's more cats than people, more feral cats. I'm sure the co-op is still there. You are using such Saskatchewan lingo there right now. Hamlet <laughs> co-op. is 50 or less. People, yeah, that's right. right. I, yeah, 50 or less, I think. And or I think 100 a, or less. And I think a village is 500 or less. That makes sense, yeah. And a town is 500 or more. And a city is 15,000 or more. I, thought it was, I think it was 5,000 or more. 5,000? City of city? Melfort. So, oh, right. interesting. City of Weyburn, City of Yeah, Melfort. I, I uh, was talking to some guys yesterday. I was playing, you know, men's league hockey. And you know how it is. People are, are littered from Saskatchewan everywhere. And, and, uh, and they say, oh, you know, Bobby, I've heard of that. And I said, no, you haven't. <laughs> You're <laughs> thinking of somewhere else. No, you've not heard of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and by the way... I checked in on the, the RM, and I was wondering where they were going to put that sign up. The rural municipality. Yeah, the, yeah. the home of Andrew Walker sign, but Not they're still, still working on it. How about that? Um, still working on it. Kerry Shellstead uh, writes in and says, and Red Deer. And Red Don't Deer. forget Red Deer. Right. And he has been on the air there, and let's not forget North Battleford while we're at it. Jordan Smearvold is watching on YouTube and says, what are the chances you guys are both on chips? The chances are very good. We're actually about 10 feet apart. Yeah. No, so, I, I, it's not a Zoom that? call. I don't have my own ship at home. Yeah. That's not yeah. a Zoom call. Exactly. What are the How odds? About that? What are so the odds? listen, let's get brass tacks here for a second. One of my points in the quick dicks that I never, ever got to was attendance in all sport. There was 2,000 shy of a sellout last night at the Oilers game. It's such a downer. I don't really want to talk about that. But as a CFL guy that's lived in these major markets for the last several years, what are you seeing about on the CFL in 2021? What's your overall perception of it? Well, it was, um, you know, it, as you know, I think the last year and a half, things got pretty dark, you know, for I think for, they still are. The CFL. Um, in, in the sense of, I, I think we wondered if it would ever even come back. And if it did come back, what, what form was going to come back in? Um, so I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised that they have figured it out. And, you know, you watch, you know, I was watching the, the stamps and the riders the other day and it looks like, you know, a pretty good typical stamps game. and riders, yeah. typical game. And, and, you know, so I, I was conditioned to almost think the worst a little bit because listen, there, there have been, uh, bigger, more successful things that have been completely ended because of COVID. Oh yeah. Right lives, careers, businesses. Um, so I, I, I worried about the CFL and, and what form it would come back in. But um, I don't know, maybe, maybe we gain a, a new appreciation for it a little bit. I, I, I'm not sure, but I'm, I don't know. It, 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 I'm sure it's not all rosy, but things were pretty dark there for a little bit. Well, and by the way, with today's news that Hamilton's getting the Grey Cup in 2023 again, and they're hosting it this year, what I've been led to believe this morning from my sources that it's the CFL and all the teams doing the Ticat to solid 
because this year's Great Cup isn't going to be right. a Great Cup. Yeah. It's going to be a championship game, a scaled-down version. It's not going to have the events. It's not going to be a moneymaker for them. Great, great Cup is, is right. the week more than the game. And they're not going to be able yeah. to have that yeah. this year. I mean, how many, I mean, maybe maybe not you, but I, I've been to many, I've been to more Great Cup weeks than Great Cup game. Same here. Yeah. I'm not interested in staying for the yeah. game anymore. <laughs> right. Saturday rolls around, you're like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. I'm usually I'm there to work. Watch it from TV. Well, and I'll be honest with you, as the rider guy, I got spoiled in that over the years, we are in it so many times. I'm like, if we're not in it, I don't want to be here. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I spent a lot of time at the Great Cup week in uh, Toronto, and I and I, I didn't stick around for the game, and the game ended up being one of the, the greatest of all time. I believe that was the Henry Burris comeback game. Yeah. It was very good. 2016. Yeah, that sounds right. It's funny, by the way. And there's a reason why we came out to Alberta. And the smart people can figure it out. But we got our guy Kevin Maynard sitting over here. Worked for the Stamps for so many years. And he told me the 2009 Grey Cup, the 13th man. Did you say it was the best day of your life or the best day of your time in Calgary? Of his career. Okay, that's what I thought. The Calgary people just relished in that 13th man. Were you living in Calgary in 09 then? I was still in Red Deer. They relished in it. It was a year before I... I okay, so <laughs> for our American viewers that don't know, it's when the Riders lost the Grey Cup. My team on the last play of the game because they had too many men on the field. That's all you need to know. The so, game, the game was so one of my my good pals in Regina is Neil Hughes, who who you know, and I always felt so bad for Hughes, who had a great career and he got his rings anyway. But the iconic shot, Duval misses that field goal, and you know the rider, the the rider in focus is coming onto the field, arms raised because they just won the championship. And then the realization of what just happened, and then down to two knees. And that was, that was Neil Hughes in that iconic, I was right beside him, yes. in that iconic shot. Uh, but a funny story. I, 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 listen, I still love sports, but the, the crazy fan side of me kind of it gets beaten out of you after, after a while working in, in media. But back around that time, I was still very big fan and like loyal to my teams and things like that. And and so many people relished in that thirteenth man and and the flag. You're living and, in Alberta, right? And I'm living in in Red Deer at the time. And there was a couple of people. Not that they weren't good friends, but they were coworkers. There's a couple people that you know were posting their celebratory whatever that I have not spoken to since that day because I was so pissed off. I don't blame you. It's almost twenty years, and it's like they, I cut them out. Like, block them on Facebook and never talk to them again. It sounds very reasonable to me. It's not, it's not reasonable. It's not. Gotta, and I'm not going to make amends, I, but I would not do that anymore. And fans do that. And it's not. You shouldn't do that. That's you. But we'll take a break. we got to be right back uh, to the pirate ship where West Edmonton Mall. You're watching the RP show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Board a pirate ship. That's where we're from. You see us broadcasting the show today from West Edmonton. I'm sending a photo, by the way. I'm not ignoring you. 
Uh, Clark, this is coming to Ryan's Facebook, by the way. It's a photo of Andrew Walker here at West Edmonton Mall as a child. And we don't have a lot of time in this segment. Actually, only about two and a half minutes. We'll come back for a much longer segment in hour two to open it up, the second half kickoff for Core Grain. I just want to tell you that I'm going to ask Walks about the Calgary Flames and his assessment going into the year because nobody's talking about them in this country right now. They're not even playing yet tonight. They're not one of nine games. But have you had enough time to think about your favorite West Edmonton Mall memory and what's your favorite West Edmonton Mall store? Well, so growing up in Saskatchewan, we had a lot of family out here in Edmonton, and we'd come here you know, generally once a year at, at Christmas. And, and uh, man, the mall was just larger than life, right? As a kid, unbelievable. You got unbelievable. And I was never a, a ride person, so I don't know if it's a, it's a good memory, but I, I remember being terrified doing a couple of the rides in, in Fantasyland or Galaxyland, whatever it was. Um, but, uh, but, I, but I always loved touring around a, a, as a kid because it it, everything was so space age, right? Oh, and, yeah. I, and I remember where we are right now on this pirate ship and there's, the, uh, there's all the water. And I, and I don't know if this is a, a, a made-up memory or not, but I remember being on a submarine. I know they have them here, but I remember distinctly seeing, like, sharks. And I don't think there are sharks here. So... I, I, I think I, maybe there are, maybe they're not. I don't know, but sure. I, have this, I have this memory of being on a submarine and seeing sharks. Ah, they've got, okay, so we, they got the photo already, Walks. Do you have the monitor in front of you? This is Andrew Walker as a child. Oh, yes. Who are you the, with? Uh, on the, that would be my older cousin, and that's the, uh, the merry-go-round at, uh, at Fantasyland. It looks a little dated, but I'm also very old, so... That, uh, that checks out. The math checked out. Right. Well, I, I'll be honest. Um, I, I'll, ah, I don't want to break now, but we'll just break. And four minutes later, we'll come back and continue this. But I just appreciate things so much more. Like, I stand on the second level here looking down on this ship going, this is so beautiful. Why did I take this for granted ever since I was a little kid? This is amazing. <laughs> this is major big city stuff. And don't, and, and don't forget the water park. That, oh, yeah, check yeah. our Instagram story for that at the Rod Peterson Show. There's a wave pool and a beach with palm trees inside. But even last night at the Oilers game walks, I'm standing in the press box watching the Canadian flag projected on the ice. The wonderful anthem singer here with a nearly sold out Rogers place going, this is amazing. And they don't have it everywhere. But growing up in Canada, we sometimes take it for granted. You know what I mean? And this hotel, I'm like, this is like a mini Mirage. This is a very cool hotel, the Fantasyland that we're staying in. There's a casino here. There's a casino here. It's also <laughs> amazing. I don't want to leave. Anyways, next hour, more NHL talk, more CFL talk. The Thursday nighter in the NFL features the Buccaneers tonight and the Philadelphia. Well, it's the Eagles tonight, right? We'll uh, talk about that as well when we come back to the Pirate Tip after this break on the RP Show. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.